السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمده ونصلی علی رسوله الکریم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم رب اشرح لي صدری ویسر لي امری واحلل عقدتا من لسانی یفقه قولی سبحانک لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انک انت العلیم الحکیم All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 22nd of Zulqa'ada 1444. We present to you our report back and the title is Inviting People Towards Islam or Inviting to Islam. Alhamdulillah, the morning program going well. Monday to Friday, mashallah, we were doing it from here. Saturday morning, Arafat was in Durban. So everything went well and mashallah, we will discuss the people who embrace Islam just now. And that is all, only the fadl, the grace, the mercy of Allah. Nothing we can do without the mercy of Allah. Hada min fadli rabbi, the grace of Almighty Allah. Hada rahmatu min rabbi, this is the mercy of Almighty Allah. The tafsir also going well with the mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. We finish half Jews already of Surah Baqarah and of so the first part of the Noble Quran. We busy with the second half now. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Then the Q&A is still the flagship program and we must thank all the directors of Radio Ansar International and of, you know, Sirius FM and our brother Faisal Asmal, Yusuf Asmal. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala reward them in this world and the year after. Tuesday, the bliss of marriage. Wednesday, bliss of marriage going well, mashallah. And then in the tafsir I do there in the masjid, Jami Masjid, all these past few weeks, we were doing all about Hajj. I was explaining to them, you know, that if you are going, your family members, then explain to them what they need to do and so forth and so on. So that is of paramount importance as well. We need to mokai shanasi, marudam shanasi. You must know which occasion, what to speak and whom you are speaking to. You should take that into consideration as well. Then Wednesday, mashallah, I was there, Dalum Zakaria in the evening. And, you know, I have news, views, interviews for Hazrat inform him. Then teaching, mashallah, Ibn Majah. And it was very interesting that we were doing Kitabut Tijarat, everything to do with business. That, for example, Rahan, when you want to, you know, today you go for a loan, then first thing they'll ask you collateral and so forth. So Islam taught all these issues those days already, you know. Then, oh, what interest in all this, all haram, obviously. And thereafter, that, you know, about people who want to do uh, renting and hiring and so forth. So very interesting, mashallah. And then I have my own questions. I just make a note, and then I ask Hazrat afterwards when we know Hazrat's house, you know, on a one-to-one basis, so then we can discuss it. And it's very good. Allah's fadl, Allah's mercy. And then 
that was then Thursday, mashallah, that we did the program with Mona Zaid Khan, and that was the different types of animals regarding Qurbani, regarding Hajj, regarding Aqiqah, and various types of animals, mashallah. We should know what are the laws and so forth. And then Friday, mashallah, to go and translate the khutbah, it was Sheikh Sudeis. Again, just more propaganda than anything else, you know. It's not something new that the government there is fighting the drugs and the cartels and so forth. And they are a place of Quran and Sunnah. So I asked the question, when the Quran and Sunnah is written, you must have cinemas. And when, and more so in Medina Munawara. I mean, that's an insult, you know. And then when the Quran Sunnah is written, you must have bikini beaches in Jeddah and call all those musical guys and all of them men and women and then dancing, jiving like animals there and you're telling me this is Quran and Sunnah. So obviously that, you know, they also like puppets just have to repeat what the government tells them. So rather resign like what Sheikh Shuraim did. That is better, more honorable as well. So very disappointing khutbah. And then from here I went there, mashallah, to, you know, Banglawali Masjid. Mashallah, Mona Yusuf Burgess was there. I see his two sons, all of them were there. And the youngest son, Mashallah, Abdurrahman, that he performed the khutbah and the salat. It is well, Mashallah. And the elder brother is excellent. So Molana, Mashallah, is training them up well. Both are finished heaves now. They're doing alim and so forth. So the topic I chose was about Qurbani and Zulhijjah and so forth. So that masjid you find like a variety of people. You find the middle class, you find the poor, you find the rich and so forth, you know. And it's a lively, lively atmosphere there, you know. So I like to go there, mashallah. Allah ta'ala reward our mana Yusuf Burgers and the trustees and so forth. Then after that, obviously, is acne and sleep, you know, afternoon, uh, sleep, uh, afternoon after the acne. And then, mashallah, Saturday was again a busy day. We had visitors and so forth and so on. And then, mashallah, something we started now, I just record the nasiha for Mawana Ahmad Dokrat for the whole following week, and then Mawana sends it to me. So Allah Ta'ala reward him. He suggested all this in 2015, December, when we were in Cape Town. So it is his ikhlas. Allah Ta'ala grant his father, Jannatul Firdaus. Allah Ta'ala grant his mother, Siha, Afia, his family, wife, children, all of them. And mashallah that, you know, Saturday I take it very easy because I need to rest. So I sleep in the morning, I sleep in the afternoon also. And uh, I had to make a few calls here and there, you know, to my family members and so forth. Sunday is very busy for me. So Sunday morning now I go, whole week I go to Muhajirin Ansar. That is 10 past 6 Jamaat day. So we finish 6 o'clock here. I read Sunnats and then I go. So mashallah, we make it in time. Brother Muhammad Khan comes and fetch me, mashallah. So, and then for Sundays, we go to Jami Masjid. So, you know, 6 o'clock Jamaat there. And then I come back and have to just, you know, prepare, freshen up and so forth. Have a quick breakfast and then we must be there 7, quarter past 7. Deva Hazrat Mufti Sahib is winter now and then we have all discussions and so forth about news, views, interviews. This time, this, this Sunday, yesterday, Mona Rafiq was there. Mona Rafiq is from Pakistan. He's a Mehman, Mona Rafiq Mehman, and he's running that company called Zamzam Publishers. And you know, you will see Hazrat Mufti Sahib's kitabs, also many of them are published by him. So this family, I know them from the 90s. 
Their brother came here, Mawlana Hanif, now he's Mufti Hanif. So their father's name, Haji Abdul Majid, he passed away. Allah gave him Jannatul Firdaus. You know, when we were studying in the 70s, these people lived very near Newtown Madrasa, but they didn't know who was Allama Sheikh Muhammad Yusuf bin Nuri, Rahimahullah. The Barakah of Tabligh Jamaat. Today, that, and he became so active. Multi-millionaires, they are very rich. MashaAllah. And they became so engrossed in Tabligh and Dawat. His whole life then, he changed towards Tabligh. His children, grandchildren, all becoming ulama and hafiz and so forth and so on. Some way and some way they connected to the deen. So wonderful, you know. So mashallah, we were talking memon and so forth. Anyway, so he was telling us about Karachi and a lot of things there. So jokey person also. So he left yesterday from Pakistan. He comes and sells his kitabs here and takes orders and what have you and so forth. And then was the breakfast and thereafter the majlis. So then first Qari Muhsin read, mashallah. Qari Muhsin Sabir, he read beautiful Quran. And then I spoke about the places to visit in Makkah and surroundings. So I sent it out now. We sent it out. Brother Suleiman Esop sent it out here. Sometime I just give him my phone to send out because I'm too busy, you know. So I see he does a good job, mashallah. So it's in Urdu, but very, very interesting. In fact, last night somebody, I didn't even know he knows Urdu. He said, please, I want it. And it was very interesting. So I told him, no, you'll get it today because now I have to wait for our brother Suleiman to come. So I want to ask him, you understand Urdu? So this type of thing. The youngster, you know, normally these youngsters, they don't understand Urdu, but I was surprised, mashallah, very good. And thereafter, mashallah, Mullah Burhan spoke about the Abrahamic Accord and the dangers of it, and there's no place for it in Islam. And then, mashallah, our Mawlana Ahmad Aturani, Hazrat Mawlana Ahmad Aturani, you know who passed away. So his grandfather's name. So his, his father is Mawlana Rafiq, Ali Rafiq Aturani. Grandfather, Mawlana Ahmad Aturani. So that's how he also read, mashallah, Kirat beautifully. Then Hazrat Mufti Sahib spoke and just carried on with what I started and spoke about the Kaaba Musharrafah, the history and so forth. So it was very, very interesting, mashallah. And everything of Madinah is interesting, provided we get it from the right sources, you know. And thereafter was zikr and dua, and then we go up, and then I had some questions and so forth, and the people were there. And then obviously there's some Pakistani politics involved, and it's all like a vibrant, you know, discussion. So sometimes they speak Urdu, sometimes Pushtu, and a lot of stories like that. Then up past 10, 25 past 10, I said, I better go now because I must be here, call it to 11, 11, and just quickly send out the news and so forth, and so then I have to sleep. So 11.30, 11.40, I sleep, and then I wake up and go for Zohar Salat here to the Khanka, one hour, I must rest, and then lunch, and thereafter the Q&A. So mashallah, yesterday's Q&A went very, very well. All Allah's fazl, Allah's mercy, Allah Ta'ala's grace and benevolence with Hafiz, Hussein, Wadi. So Allah Ta'ala reward him as well, mashallah, and thousands of people listen, you know, very good feedback we get locally, nationally, internationally. So if we look, I don't keep recording all that, but people tell us in the past four weeks or so, four or five weeks, whatever it is, so more than a hundred people, now I'm coming to the topic, embrace Islam, you see. So what must we do? Yeah, there are about five, six things we must know. Number one is this, read two rakat salat daily. 
and say, Allahumma j'alna min al-maqbooleen. Ya Allah, our broken, humble efforts, Ya Allah, accept it. Make the dua in sajda, raise your hands and beg Allah out of salat, speak to Allah in any language, and so forth and so on. And always consistency is the key. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ahabbul a'mali ilallah adwamuha wa inqalla. The most beloved action by Allah is the one where there is dawam, consistency. Even though it's little but two rakats, you give out one rain every day. It's better than giving out million rain once in 10 years, 20 years. So that is beloved to Almighty Allah. Now who can do that today? You read two rakat, salat, tahajjud time if you wake up, or ishraq time, or salat, duha, charge time, or after zohar, or after maghrib, after isha, before you sleep, and see how 30, 40 years I'm doing this with Allah's help. So it's only Allah's mercy, obviously. So that's number one. So number two, you must remember is this, that learn the virtues. Surah number nine, Surah number eight, Surah number eight, Surah Anfal, and verse thirty-eight. Almighty Allah says, "Kulliladina kafaru iyantahu yufallahum maqatsalaf." A person is non-Muslim, and when that person is non-Muslim and he or she embraces Islam sincerely, then their sins of the past are forgiven. That is the mercy and the grace of Almighty Allah. 60, 70, 80 years the person is done Muslim. After one week, one month, one year, five years he dies. All that 80, 70, 60 years his vices sins all forgiven. So that is Rahmur Rahimin, Allah Ta'ala, the most merciful one to show mercy. Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Khalid bin Walid, Amr bin As, in the eighth year of the Hijrah, in the month of Safar, they came. They met up on the road. Then they came to Medina Munawwara and said, now we are ready to embrace Islam. But we got certain things, you know, well, if we embrace Islam, what about our sins and so forth of the past? You call that sababul wurud. The reason why Habibuna Rasulullah mentioned this. So he Habibuna said, Innal Islam Kabla. Islam expunges, erases the vices of the past. Authentic hadith go open Mishkat Sharif, Mustad Ahmed and so forth. Third one, you, the person who's instrumental, like our brother Ibrahim Anderson, so we became Muslim, and now he is going to this person, this person, goes to the pastor, he went to his best friend, one of his best friends, they studied together in the seminary, like Christian Madresa, they call seminary. So you must remember that, and that brother now, he embraced Islam, his family embraced Islam, and today his name is Abdullah, brother Abdullah Fanwe, so all this is the mercy of Almighty Allah. They got that fikr. Muslims write to me, send me. They say when you make people Muslim the way we cry. We never made one person a Muslim. Yeah, you're making people Muslim and they making other people and bringing them into the fall of Islam. Shouldn't we be ashamed of ourselves? I said, obviously. But it's not too late. You can. 
So interact with people. Show them the beauty. You don't have to be an alim and a scholar and a maulana and mufti and imam. Anybody can do that, that you show them the beauty of wudu, the beauty of ghusl, the beauty of salat, the beauty of fasting, the beauty of our life. There's no fornication, adultery, boyfriend, girlfriend, no wine, dine and swine and all this. It's a pure lifestyle. So it's battle. Is a battle taking place in the seventh year of the Hijrah? The month is Muharram. The Muslims are on one side, the Jutlas and the Jews on the other side. Before the battle starts, Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu sallam addresses Sayyidah Ali, Ya Ali. La ayya di Allahu bika rajulan wahidan huwa khairul laka min humurin na'am. It's better for you than the red, red camels that you invited one person, you taught him something. That became a catalyst and a means for him or her to embrace Islam. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif. So today the translation will be better than all the red Ferraris and red Porsche and red Lamborghinis and whatever Rolls Royce, Cadillacs, Mercedes, whatever you want to say. So remember that. So we are an ummah that must give da'wah, da'wah to the non-Muslims. Our tabligh jamaat doing excellent work that you call tazkir. Tazkir means wazakir fa'inna zikratan fa'ul mu'mineen. Remind one another. This reminding is beneficial for the believers. Tabligh is you go to the non-Muslims and you teach them and so forth. So we cry, we beg, we petition Allah, Allah mahdina wahdi bina wajalna we know in South Africa we got load shedding with that one candle we can ignite how many other candles Ya Allah you blessed us out of your benevolence mercy grace with this iman so we want to share it because we have the best we want to share it with the rest that is the greatest function a person can do I told Hazrat Mufti Sahib that you know kidney log Muslim. You see, as it said, a cell come to Yehi here. This is the real work, original work we're supposed to do. Take the message to the masses, Muslim, non-Muslims, and especially the non-Muslims. They are bombarded on the, you didn't say all this, I'm telling you. They are bombarded from all four sides and directions. The TV, the radio, the print media, Muslims are terrorists, Muslims are bad people, and Islam, and they trigger happy. And so. But when they interact, and they hear, and they don't have a jaundiced eye, and they are not prejudiced, and they are sincere in their quest, then Allah Jalla Wala gives them hidayat. So these are certain guidelines you must follow. If you want to speak to a Christian, then you must ask him four or five questions. You see, Brother Abdullah, I just asked him, Brother Abdullah, you're a pastor. So tell me where in the Bible is it mentioned about Christmas? When we study the Bible in the chapter of Luke, L-U-K-E, and you look there inside, you will find that the animals were grazing and so forth. So that doesn't happen in December. It happens in June, July, in midsummer. Like now is midsummer. My family members were there yesterday, I think, or today they left, I think. So you must remember this. He told me that it's so wonderful, the weather, 9 o'clock, 9.30, Isha, and, you know, big, long, long days and what have you and so forth. So the point I'm making here is this, you must remember, is this, that, so they can't say prove that from the scripture, from the Bible. Easter, you say, these are their biggest holidays, Christmas, Easter. 
The Bible says in Matthew that Jonah must be, was three days in the belly of the fish. Jonah, Nabi Yunus a.s. So you, Jesus, you will be three days and three nights in the belly of the earth meaning they will crucify him. This is all Christianity. We reject all this. And then he will be buried in the tomb and so forth for three days, three nights. So according to them, this is they accept it. They say Friday he was crucified. We reject it. Friday night he was buried in the tomb, the holy Safalka, and that. So then Saturday, Saturday night. So it is two nights and one day. Sunday morning when Mary Magdalene came, the tomb, the tomb means grave. The grave was empty. So how, who's lying? The Bible is lying or the Pope is lying, the priest is lying, the pastor is lying. Somebody is lying. And end of the day, all this whole story of crucified and being buried is a big lie and fabrication. Nor did they murder and kill Jesus, Nabi Isa, nor did they crucify him. But Allah says in front, Allah elevated him, took him up physically, bodily to the heavens and skies. And then when the time is right, Allah will send him again. The second coming of Jesus, peace be upon him. Why will he come? To show the Christians that you're following the wrong religion. To show the Jutlas, the Haramis, what you are saying is wrong and fabrication. To show all the Kuffar, there is no salvation in what you got. You want salvation? You must follow me. Follow Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. Follow Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And that time, they will be immal Islam or immal Saif. Either they accept Islam or either there will be war against them. And they will win. So Jesus, Nabi Isa and his party will be winning. Only time they will run away, if you want to use the term and seek refuge, is when Yajuj, Mahajuj come, Gog and Magog and so forth. So then they'll make dua and they will die and then they will come down, Baraka and so forth. So you must know which type of question. Then I asked them that which Bible do you believe in? You got so many different versions and the virgins also confused. Then you come to the Jew. Do you really believe that you're going to get salvation? You say you are the selected people, chosen people. Everybody else is Goyim and Gentile. And you treat them like that also, second, third, fourth, fifth class. You can see what's happening in Palestine. A person must be a donkey, you know, an idiot, that if he can't see what is happening there, proper apartheid, proper terrorist Nazi regime and so forth. So a person must be really blind, you know. Then you ask the Hindu, do you really believe that these idols can help you and so forth? If a bird urinates, defecates on them and so forth, you know. So I interacted with them from a small age, very young. Our neighbors and others in school and now also. So you must remember that when you see, then they themselves, majority, don't know much. They just follow. You must, and that is what happens to the even Muslims today. They don't know much. They just follow. So the herd mentality. So when you interact with them, don't say your Molana and your Hazrat and so forth. Use their sources and show them 
that if you want salvation, then the only way of salvation is Islam, remember. So every day we say, Allah malaka shukru kullu, walaka alhamdu kullu. We hope and pray our ambassadors, I call them, Brother Ibrahim Anderson, our brother Abdullah van Weyck and all of them. MashaAllah, Allah accept them, accept their families, make them all ambassadors of Islam. Ameen, ya Rabbal Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.